Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie. And on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know, how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. All right. So one of my favorite types of people to talk to are really everyone who, like those people, you know, who really just defy the odds. They just do things despite everything else, regardless of what's happening in the world, regardless of what everybody thinks. And so I'm super excited to have Priscilla Fredericks with me today. She's a high jump Olympic athlete representing Antigua and Barbuda. She's an international inspirational speaker and she's a business owner. So Priscilla, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so, so much for having me. What a fabulous uh, intro. So I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but thank it. you. I'm very, very excited to be here with you today. So one, my first question that I have with you, and it is literally the first time that I saw you a few months ago at this meeting and you were speaking, my first thing that came to mind is like, where does she get her confidence? So where does, her com- <laughs> where does your confidence come from? Um, I say this about a lot of things, but I, I truly do... Um, owe my confidence to people trying to knock it down. It tested it. It got it stronger. And so when you're younger, you don't realize how much confidence you need to carry around on an everyday basis. Um, Because when you're younger, everyone's pretty much equal, you know, like you have like your little toys and stuff like that to make you, you know, cooler. But then as soon as I got older and I got into sports, it started to become um, more prevalent that I realized that I was better than people and I was outworking people and people had a different way of thinking about themselves and the world around them. And I grew up in a single parent household and I saw my mother do some incredible things on her own. And it wasn't, you know, Some people would see it as everyday kind of things, but seeing her work three jobs, take care of two children, still do her makeup flawlessly every morning, put good food on the table, um, still have very strict rules. And these things that I started, you know, when when you're younger, you take for granted. I started to realize that this is what set her apart and this is what made her so strong and so courageous. Mm -hmm. And so... I started with just daily habits of waking up, making sure that I do my makeup, making sure that every time I step out of the house, if I met a celebrity or if somebody saw me, they would be like, oh, this chick ain't playing. She must have a high end job or she must, you know, she must be a model. She must do something that sets her apart from everybody else. And that's how I've taken that um, kind of outlook on life every single day. It's, There's nothing for me to be ashamed of. There's nothing for me to feel bad about. It's this is me. And every single day, I need to be proud of who I am. I need to be that confident, courageous person every single time when I wake up. And this is something that I have worked on. It's not something that kind of I've just been like stagnant with. I work on it every single day um, just so that I can make sure that as I grow, my confidence grows with me. I love that. So always ready for the day, always showing up ready for the day, ready to take it on. I love it. Yeah. 
it makes so much sense. And it's funny. I, I grew up in a culture too. Well, that is very prevalent West African culture. Yeah. So women take mm-hmm. that very, very seriously, the way that you show up, the way that you appear and mm-hmm. just the way that you take care of yourself so that you can take care of the rest of the community. So Absolutely. that it makes so much sense. Now let's talk about your story. You mentioned uh, a few things about it. My number one thing when I met you, I was like, I never, I mean, I've done sports all of my life. Mm -hmm. I never thought about becoming an Olympian. Like, where (laughs) does that come from? It was definitely drilled into my head. And so I've done interviews in the past where I was like, oh, you know, like I didn't realize that, um, like I, you know, I didn't, I didn't really want to be an Olympian. I wanted to be, um, you know, an actress and stuff. And that's always what I wanted to do. And then I saw interviews when I was younger and I was like, oh, it's my mom. My mom always was like, you're going to the Olympics. If I'm putting all this money and effort into it, you're going. So then I have all these interviews when I'm like in eighth grade. And I was like, I want to be an Olympian. I was like, I wanted to be Beyonce. That's what I wanted to be. So Um, I guess from a younger age, my mom had always had this dream of me going to the Olympics and I was always very athletic. So a lot of people saw that as something that they always were like, oh, Priscilla can go. But for me, I truly chose this path uh, once I got to college and I realized that if I'm going to spend four years dedicated to a sport, let me see how good I can be, how far I can go. Um, And then once I actually was at the Olympic trials, I was just like, wow, this is a moment where I'm one step away. I'm right there. And Mm -hmm. then not making the Olympic team was the, probably the biggest failure of my career at that time. So for me to say, okay, I'm coming in dead last. I don't finish last. I make finals. I was tied for first going into finals. These are things where it was just like, wow, if I can change my mindset, if I can change that outlook of how far I can go, I know that I can make these games, the following games. So 2016, there was, there was nothing else. There was, it was, this was my time. I was going to represent a country that a lot of people have never even heard of. Um, that I didn't really know myself. And as I got to know it more, the more I felt the pride of that island and how much I wanted to represent my culture, the people. And I wanted to make sure that I did it in the best light. And so it, it's, it wasn't an overnight thing, obviously. I mean, I wish I could be like, I'm going to be an Olympian and that's what I'm going to do. And that's how it's going to work. It, took, like I said in the beginning, it took a lot of failures. It took, it's always the failures and, you know, those times where you fall and you cry and you hurt that it makes you a lot stronger. It really does. And so with that grit and that tenacity, I was able to, yeah, make the Olympics, but I still want to be, you know, Beyonce every day, (laughs) (laughs) every day. That dream has not gone anywhere. 
You're really, it's really close. Now, I, you said something that's really interesting, which I believe to be true. It's really every time you get closer to what you think the limit of possibility is, it kind of expands. And every time you kind of surround yourself also who are, with people who are defying those odds, your concept of possibility also also expands and the vision gets big, bigger. So how does that show up? Is that something that also, that you also see in, in your journey? Absolutely. When I started, um, and I spoke about this briefly at the Game Changers event, when I started, it was just make the Olympics, make mm -hmm. the Olympics, and that's it. And so my whole life was just so wrapped around it. But I didn't know what that entailed. I didn't know what that journey was. I thought you show up to practice, you eat right, you know, you, you, you have your vision board, and then you make it. But there's so many ups and downs that go through that. There's injury, there's mental setbacks, there's everyday life that happens. Um, and so, you know, you have family issues, you have all these, you have financial issues, all these things go into this journey. But every time you, I did something, I realized, okay, how is this making me better? Um, how is this sharpening my tools? How am I becoming the best version of myself in this, in this line? And so you have to reroute a lot. There's a lot of different journeys that you have to go on in order to get to your final destination. Um, but for me, it's, it's always changing, like all the time. As I get closer to my goals, as I get closer to my dreams, something changes drastically. And so... I have to be able to adapt. I have to be able to be on my toes and be ready for anything. Because if I'm praying for all of these things, if I'm praying for a gold medal, if I'm praying to work for Pixar, if I'm you know, hustling and grinding to be able to make six figures by a certain date, I have to expect change. I have to grow. I can't you know, expect my, my, like, to plant something in a pot and if I say I want, you know, a, you know, a forest, it can't happen in that pot. It's I have to be able to be ready and, and accept anything that happens. So when these things, when I am going for these Olympics, okay, I, now the training wasn't here. It wasn't in my hometown. It wasn't where my husband and I live. So I had to pick up and I had to move. So you have all these things and, you know, you, I had to change coaches. I was at another meet. When my coach said to me, I'm, you know, I'm changing courses in life. Okay. I got to be able to adapt. So when you, when I say, you know, these failures or these, you know, these changes in your journey and this life plan, it's, um, it's a part of it. You have to be able to be ready for it and you have to be in order to achieve a dream. You've got to be able to accept the change and everything that it brings. So. That was the biggest shocker for me, I will say. I was, you're like, are you ready for everything that you prayed for? And I, you know, you're like, yeah, of course I am. But when it actually hits, you're like, you you always think of it as like, a, why is this happening to me? Like, this can't be. And you're just like, oh, wait, I'm growing. I'm getting better. This is exactly what I asked for. 
It's For not. <laughs> this is huge. So I actually I had to write it down as you were talking. Change is the hardest thing for people to accept. I come yeah. from project management. There's this whole science called change management because it's the hardest wow. thing for people to accept. And yet what you're saying it is, it is that it's mandatory for you to change in order to reach your goal. So Absolutely. it's going to be difficult to accept, but it is mandatory. Absolutely. It is. If there was a book on, you know, step-by-step step how to be successful, which I, I mean, everybody's goal is goals and dreams are different, but it would have to be get ready for everything, anything, and get ready to be very uncomfortable. I love it. I love it. And when you look at your journey so far, what's the part that you, or the one thing that you're the most proud of? I'm proud that, honestly, I'm proud that I'm here. I'm proud mm. that I'm doing it. It is something that challenges me every single day. There are breakdowns. There's, uh, you know, financial hardships. You know, when I'm going for a gold medal at the Olympics, it's not something that you can, even if I work the hardest that I ever, ever have in my life, it's not guaranteed. And so the fact that I am still doing it and I haven't given up on myself is the most, I'm, I'm giving myself kindness. I'm giving myself love. And throughout this journey, um, there have been many dark moments. There's been times where I never thought that I would make it to the next day. I'm proud of myself. I really am. And it's something that people are like, oh, like that's something weird to say. But a lot of people don't give themselves kindness. A lot of people don't give themselves a pat on the back. A lot of people don't um, see where they are as a blessing. But exactly where I am now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And everything, and even when I spoke about it at Game Changers, the pressure is a privilege is something that's so important because I never thought that this pressure that I faced, this, these opportunities that I, I receive, this gift that I've been given, I never saw it as taking me where I am today. Mm. And I never thought that it would open the doors. I never thought that it would lead to my husband. I never thought, you know, that it would lead to me giving more speaking events or, you know, taking more speaking events. I never thought that it would lead me on a path that has enlightened me and given me so much. So I got it. I, I honestly am just proud that I'm, I'm on this journey. I love it. And, and just for everyone who doesn't know, uh, when, when Priscilla says game changer, yeah. so there's a, a business incubator, one of the fastest growing business incubators uh, in the world called the unstoppable entrepreneur and game changer is the annual event. Uh, that's really centered around business strategy, but also a lot around personal development. And so this year's speakers, uh, included Gary V, uh, Damon John, Priscilla was one of our main speakers as well. So it was phenomenal. And one of actually, and this is something that I had noted uh, to ask you about. One of the things that you said during uh, your speech was pressure is a privilege. And I wanted to dig deeper into that because I know that it hit a lot of people 
like in the right way. And they were like, oh my God, I never thought of it like that. It was a, a, a pure mindset shift. Where are you talking about, when you say that, are you talking about the fact that there is opportunity in pressure or what is it exactly? That's exactly it. So what I do is, I mean, I get um, inspired by everything around me, coaches, athletes, everything. And so uh, Doc Rivers actually said that in a documentary on Netflix. And I, my, I always coined that diamonds are made under pressure. Mm. And for me, when I say that to people, they're like, oh yeah, I've heard that one. And what, and so for me, I understood it, but when Doc Rivers put a different spin on it, it's, it, it kind of helped other people, right? It, it's like a different cue for people. And so when, when people say diamonds are, you know, diamonds are made under pressure, people are like, oh, that's an, like, yeah, you're right. But they don't ever think of themselves as diamonds. They only stop at cold. That's where they stop. They don't visualize themselves as I am the diamond. Like you, you are extraordinary. You are unstoppable. You are phenomenal. You are like nobody else. Your journey, your story, your passion, everything is so unique. You are, you literally are a diamond. Nobody else is like you. You have your own cuts. You have your own form. You have your own shape. And the only way that you can expose exactly what you're meant to do is under pressure. And most people think when they, when they hear the word pressure, it's a negative, it's anxiety, it's fear, it's stress. When they need to shift the focus as when you think of pressure, think of it as opportunities. Pressure is change. Pressure is giving your life the exact ingredients to growth. That's what pressure is. When I think of, when I'm on my mark as a high jumper, when I see what I'm supposed to jump, I have pressure. But I've prepared for this. I've prepared for the pressure. The pressure is excitement. It's readiness. It's growth. It's happiness. It's everything that I want it to be. That's my pressure. I never associate pressure as a negative. I only associate it with opportunity, with things that are meant for me, in line for me to make me a better diamond. So that's what I meant in that little context. But I think the biggest thing, and I love that, you know, pressures make diamonds is because I need people to understand that they are diamonds. You are, you, you are formed. You are here. How can you get more clarity? How can you, you know, if you think of yourself as a diamond that grows, how are you going to get more carrots? How are you going to get more expense, quote unquote, expensive? Mm -hmm. How can you become more rare? When you honestly believe in yourself and, you know, you are inspired, that pressure is a blessing. Not everyone gets that. Not everyone takes that risk to become the diamond. Not everybody wants that. But when you can change the narrative and change it to a positive, I think that's where everything is broken and shattered. And now you're able to grow. 
Yeah, what I'm hearing is really the perspective that we have on our like on ourself mm -hmm. completely defines to how we see the rest. If we consider oh. ourselves as just coal versus diamond, then it's yeah. a completely different realm of possibilities even that we see. Absolutely. When I was working with my sports psychologist, she was always asking like, you know, visualization. And I was like, oh yeah, I visualize. I visualize, you know, me running and, you know, doing the jump. And she goes, do you, do you envision yourself clearing the bar? And I was like, no, I stop. I stop as soon as I take off. I'm just like, okay, that's it. She was like, you have to envision yourself actually making it happen. And I think that's, people envision, they have these dreams, but I don't think they ever envision themselves along the journey, growing, getting uncomfortable and succeeding and mm -hmm. what succeeding looks like. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean by when I say I love talking to people who are defying the odds because some dreams are tough. Some dreams are big and sometimes you do not have the ship or the rocket ship or the boat yeah. to get there. You need to build it along the way. And yeah. that is exactly what I see you doing. So I love it. Now, my last question for you, like yeah. if we were to distill you to like one fundamental belief that you hold, what do you think that would be? Stop speaking negatively to yourself. Stop believing that you're going to fail. I think that's the biggest thing. I always looked on the outside and I, there were so many things that have happened in my career and the last 10 years. And I realized that I let this inner assassin, this inner frenemy control and dictate so much of my life. And once I started to truly believe in myself and change my language towards myself, everything did change because I was able to be grateful for who I am and this journey and nothing that anybody else said mattered. I wanted to, I, I, I love being different. I love holding myself to a different degree. I love wanting the most out of life, but it has to start with me. If I want to change, I need to do everything in my power to change. Nothing on the outside has anything to do with that. It's all about me and my decisions. Love it. Yes, it makes a lot of sense. I love this. Well, thank you so much, Priscilla. This thank was you. so much fun. <laughs> I. Tell yeah. us, tell, tell everyone where they can follow you, learn more about you, learn more about you. Yay! If you guys want to follow the crazy, adventurous, wild journey of Priscilla Frederick Loomis, you guys can follow me on Instagram. And that's where I post literally my entire life. So Priscilla underscore Frederick, you'll see a little blue check next to that. And you'll see the Olympic rings in my icon. So you guys know it's me. I have purple hair in it. So there should be no one like me. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Priscilla. This Thank was amazing. You. Thank you, Thank so you much. everyone. And we will catch you next week. Doodles. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. 
If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.